Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 152 of the Attractions Podcast. I'm Seth. And I'm Carly. And we are both here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more, as well as what's going on in our own lives. And I had a nice, quiet life at home. I got to go to the Magic Kingdom, see the Festival of Fantasy Parade for the first time in forever. And uh, I got to go to SeaWorld and check out their craft beer festival. And we'll chat a little bit more about that later. But I did not have nearly as an exciting a week as Carly. Um, it's been a week, so I was at the uh, Polynesian earlier this week, and we went to Tony's at Magic Kingdom, and we tried the new menu. So I have a please tell me it's better. It was amazing, and I am a, a New Jersey girl, and my husband's from New York. We got the new garlic bread. It was uh-huh. insane. Sit outside on the terrace, watch the cavalcades go by, and it is the best time ever. I promise you. You got to do it. I Because I, I was going to say, like, you go to Tony's for the location. I've never heard of anyone describing the food at Tony's as amazing before. Right. Um, so, so a menu update about like three months ago, and I've been putting it off until I've uh-huh. heard a lot of people saying, you have to go. You have to go. And I'm right. like, oh, damn, I have to go. <laughs> All right. So I will at least go and check out that that garlic bread. Yes. And uh, where where are you now? You seem to be in a different location than your usual studio. Yes. So I am in Las Vegas right now. <laughs> so jealous. Uh, I love it here. I don't gamble, but I love the restaurant scene. Mm-hmm. So I'm here for the opening of Martha Stewart's new restaurant. So And, and I got to tell you, uh, my wife and I were s- scrolling social media and saw pictures of you with Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg, and we were so jealous, our heads just exploded. They are really friends. <laughs> yes, it's she, amazing. Yeah, I love it. So we went to lunch with her yesterday. It was crazy. So we're like at lunch with Martha Stewart <sighs> casually, and she's like, "No, we're really friends." She's As like, one does. <laughs> right. He came on the show, and her, when she had the Martha Stewart show, he came on. They made special brownies. She said, and she was like, "We were like best friends ever since." So it's yeah. a friendship. It's real. Yeah, it's uh, we 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 kind of been following their I don't know uh, platonic love affair for right. years, and they're just so complete opposites. But uh, watching them together, they're they're just hilarious, and oh, uh, and so definitely have crossed each other over to whole ne- new audiences. Um, right, <laughs> it's it's so funny. Um, you, you wouldn't think that you'd think the Venn diagram of those uh, demographics <laughs> wouldn't intersect, but surprisingly, there's a lot of us in the middle who love both Snoop and Martha. Right, and he showed up to her opening, which I thought was so sweet, because it's not like he lives in Vegas, you know what I mean? He actually came in for it, so I heard he was coming, but you know, people bail always, all the time, so he came, so I think it was very nice. That's so amazing. Uh, Save those pictures. (laughs) Forever. All right, Uh, well, without any further ado, I think it is time for us to jump into the news. And we are going to kick off the news in the queue this week with Universal Orlando saying thank you to its annual pass holders with the annual pass holder appreciation days, which are kicking off uh, tomorrow uh, or today, if you're listening to this tomorrow, <laughs> August 15th and running all the way through September 30th, 2022. 
Right. This is really cool. I love that they do this. You really do feel appreciated as a universal annual pass holder. It sounds corny, but it's true. And we're going to get the uh, themed magnets again, which I yeah, love. Yeah. And then Inspired by the mummy, which yes. uh, we'll talk about in just a moment. Yes. There's going to be a special food and beverage offering. So they basically have kind of like secret annual pass holder food mm -hmm. items that only we can get if we show our card. Which I yeah. The, the menu of... Uh... <laughs> UOAP only menu items this year. They've gone, you know, they, they've definitely uh, stepped up their game um, with some really interesting creative stuff. They've got Dan Dan noodles at Confisco Grill, which uh, they serve those in Hollywood, and I absolutely love them. So I hope it's a similar recipe. Um, crab Okonomiyaki at Lombard's Landing, um, a island chicken pancit bowl uh, over in Volcano Bay. They've even got um, special stuff like Crab Rangoon at the uh, hotels over at the Royal Pacific. Um, some, some really creative additions that you can only get, uh, you can only order if you show your annual pass holder card. Right. And like the hotel rates, they have been insane. You can usually get Endless Summer for like $60, $70, which is yeah. just amazing. Uh, I mean, uh, the, they're advertising that uh, Cabana Bay rates start at uh, 109 per night, and it's been a long time since I've been able to get uh, a night at Cabana Bay for close to 100 oh, yeah. bucks. Uh, back in the day when it first opened, yes, but uh, yeah, that's uh, it. You know, as as those hotels get more and more popular, it's harder and harder to find those good deals. So it's a great time if you're a pass holder. Uh, and honestly, like just the fact that all we hear out of Disney is they're not letting people renew passes. People who have passes can't get any reservations, lawsuits going on. Um, it's nice to hear positive things about an annual pass holder program. Uh, Universal definitely seems right. to have made a, made a way to make this work for them. And uh, as I mentioned at the top, um, yeah, that, that, that magnet, uh, they, they used to give us a free magnet, every month and it went away for a little while but it looks like at least for pass holder days they're bringing them back uh, and it's got a scarab beetle on it and of course uh uoaps know that's all about revenge of the mummy which was yeah. supposed to be reopened by now um latest word is they had a fairly successful uh team member preview last night it was supposed to only go till 5 p.m and i think they extended it all the way till nine um, I'm hearing the the ride feels great. It looks great. There are no major changes uh, yep. from what I hear. Uh, uh, Brendan still gets his cup of coffee, or does not get his cup of coffee, but no. demands it. Um, but they haven't, you know, they haven't stripped uh, stripped out the old theming or anything like that. So it's it's still. It's just a polished up version of the ride that everyone loves. Right. And that made me excited because I think it's perfect as it is. It's kitschy. Yeah. It is what it is. But I needed a little bit smoother. Yeah. Well, you know, they uh, there was a lot of speculation when they rethemed the uh, the exit shop and they put a lot of little Easter eggs and details. Um, uh, folks thinking that that meant they're going to retheme the entire ride. And uh, interestingly, while, while the folks who do the gift shops do talk to the folks who do the rides they're a completely separate team creative yeah. uh and uh visual merchandising are totally uh you know separate teams and uh so the uh the folks who do the tribute store uh have a lot more to do with the people who do the the gift shop for the exit ride than than the people actually working on the ride the more you know so right. <laughs> uh and oh a quick comment um 
Yes, John John Self. Uh, I mentioned uh, at the top of that that I was looking forward to the Dan Dan noodles, and ah, they are the same ones that they had back in May, so those are quite tasty. Check those out. Uh, okay, moving on from Universal. Next up, Sip and Savor Fest is arriving at SeaWorld San Antonio's Beer Fest. That's running, uh, started on August 12th, runs through September 11th, including Labor Day on the weekends. And it's bringing an Oktoberfest vibe to the San Antonio Park with 75 different beers and bites. Wow. So this is like the Beer Fest at the Sister Park, Bush Gardens, Tampa mm-hmm. Bay. So this is pretty cool. I'm happy they're bringing this to San Antonio. This is really good. Um, yeah, so uh, obviously you've got to be uh, 21 and up if you want to uh, purchase some of those beer samples uh, representing more than 50 domestic beers and 19 international uh, brews. Uh, but the whole family can enjoy the Oktoberfest entertainment, uh, including the West Coast Prost Polka Band. Ooh. I can never get enough of polka. I love it. Yeah. And so they they don't have quite the beer selection as some of the other parks, but still 75 is impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they've got samplings of Spartan Lager, Optimator, Dunkel, Franz Kainerer, Hefe, and Pilsner Urkel, um, plus uh, domestic beers from Busted Sandal, Four Corners Brewing, um, and of course, America's oldest brewing company, Yingling, which is uh, my house beer. I love it. And there's food too. So, <laughs> yes, your bratwurst, there's chicken bratwurst, beer cheese, schnitzel <laughs> with sauteed onions, potato pancakes. So, the whole October yes. vibe. If you're lo- looking for sausages, uh, potato pancakes, uh, giant pretzels, this is the place to come Fridays through Sundays. Um, and the admission to the festival is included with a regular park admission, but obviously, you have to pay for the bites and the brews. Um, they're doing sampling lanyards. Uh, uh, a pretty good deal, 10 seven-ounce samples for 40 bucks. Um, details on all of that are at SeaWorldSanAntonio.com. Now, I did mention that uh, I got to go to the Craft Beer Festival yeah. that is happening right now at SeaWorld Orlando. They hosted us for uh, a media night the other night. Um, very thankful. Uh, I really enjoyed the food. They were very generous with the uh, lanyards and... Um, They've got a new executive chef who has come up from working on some high-end restaurants in Miami, uh, and he's he's added some really good uh, Latin-inspired uh, dishes Ooh. to the menu. They had a uh, birria taco with a little uh, side dipping of, uh, of tomato soup, um, and uh, that was excellent. Uh, There's drunken ribs, which were great. There, there are a lot of new items on the menu, but... You know, I just wanted to mention this, uh, and I think this may also apply in San Antonio. Notice something at SeaWorld for the first time ever, uh, which is since my last visit there about four months ago, they've quietly added little stickers in fine print to the bottom of every menu saying an additional 5% surcharge will be applied to everything purchased. And, um, you know, some of these are old menus that they've slapped a sticker on. Some of these are brand new menus that they had to print up with that on it. And I'm just wondering, couldn't you just raise your price so I know what I'm paying when I walk up and I see a price? Um, right. You know, Disney and Universal have gone around and added 50 cents or a dollar here or there to things. All businesses have. Uh, inflation is crazy. I don't necessarily know that SeaWorld's costs have gone up a flat 5%, uh, nor do I believe they have 
started paying their frontline employees an additional 5% more. So I'm curious uh, whose pocket that 5% is going into. But if you want to charge more, charge more. Just tell me up front and don't let me do, don't make me do extra math because it feels deceptive. Right. It's about being transparent. And yeah. I feel like I charge me whatever. Yeah. But have that little bit is yeah. very odd. It's people yeah. are very upset about it though. If you look on socials, people do not like it because yes. it is bizarre. Uh yeah, I uh I, I probably got you know, I was there and I posted lots of stuff about the food and the drinks, but I probably got a lot more comments on my my post about the, the surcharge than I ever did on any of the. So SeaWorld, it's it's not it's not worth it. It's a brand withdrawal, as we would say. Uh, don't 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 do that. Don't do that. Be better. <laughs> OK, moving on. Uh Something good to talk about the SeaWorld parks, though. Uh, Hallow Scream, Williamsburg. Uh, that's at Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, sister park to SeaWorld. That is returning um, with new haunted houses and a new host. And uh, I'm a big fan of the Williamsburg Park. And I would love to make it out there for this event that is starting on Friday, September 9th. Right. And so I'm intrigued by the evil host. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why is he evil? He or she evil? I need to know. <laughs> well, it seems like uh, he is the host of a ghoulish game show uh, in which every guest is a contestant uh, and they're led to their destiny by the master of scaramonies. So uh, I don't know. Maybe he's like a Bob Barker or sorry, <laughs> uh, uh, Drew Carey type. Sorry, uh, I'm dating myself by <laughs> Bob Barker. Um, but uh in addition to uh, what sounds like this uh, live game show, uh, there's also going to be five haunted houses, uh, five, uh, they call them territories uh, instead of scare zones, uh, four shows, two party zones, and unsuspecting scares around every turn. I think we're due for a visit back. <laughs> we talk about this all Every time, time we talk, yes. <laughs> uh, and it's it's funny, uh, my uh, my college reunion, uh, my my uh, big round number anniversary is, is coming up there because uh, I went to school in Williamsburg. Uh, and one of these days I will use that as an excuse to get up there. Um, I'm curious, uh, you know, the Bush parks have started sharing some of the ideas for their haunted houses. So they are going to get a version of Death Water Bayou. Uh, My favorite. And, My favorite. Yeah, great so house. And they're also getting Nevermore Chapter 2. And uh, I remember back in the day, uh, both Bush Gardens, Tampa, and Universal uh, Halloween Horror Nights one year both had Edgar Allan Poe-themed haunted houses. Uh, and, uh, you know, comparing them back to back, Nevermore, uh, the one that Bush did, was really, really good. Right. So I'm curious to see how they are creating a sequel to that one. Yeah, this is really cool. And they're also doing new territories, which mm -hmm. you mentioned. And these sound really awesome. There's the Gorgon Gardens. So basically, you're staring into the soulless eyes yep. of serpent sisters. Yes. Don't look oh, into Medusa's right. eyes or else you'll turn to stone. Uh, and, and I also like they've got instead of fairy tale road, scary tale road. Yeah, this yeah. is really awesome. And I feel like we should go back. So, <laughs> yeah. And the great thing is that unlike a lot of parks that have <clears throat> a separate hard ticket event, um, for this one, uh, if you purchase a 2023 fun card, which is basically a, an annual pass for 2023, they will throw in this hollow scream for free. Uh, uh, so that's a great deal. 
Um, and you can purchase those at uh, Bush Gardens website at uh, bushgardens.com slash Williamsburg. Uh, and as we said, kicks off September 9th, runs through October 31st. Okay, moving on and up. Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park has unveiled the highest looping roller coaster in the entire country. Uh, and I bet you're thinking, where? What? Who? Uh, yeah, so Glenwood Springs, Colorado, uh, there is an adventure park that's basically on the top of the mountain. Uh, they have built a roller coaster. Uh, the roller coaster itself might not necessarily be the tallest roller coaster in the country be because of where it's located. It's got the highest elevation uh, and features an exhilarating 102 degree free fall drop of 110 feet. Ooh, I really only know about this park through like TikTok and Instagram reels because it is very kind of insta worthy people take mm. videos up there and it looks beautiful. Oh my god, the, the view is absolutely stunning yeah. if you if you're watching beautiful. our feed. Um yeah, you can see for miles and miles and miles. And uh uh this is uh like we mentioned, the the steepest free fall drop in the western United States. Um and uh, the location is at 7,123 feet above sea level. So, uh, you know, more than a mile high uh, before you even climb onto the roller coaster. Uh, so you can see the Colorado River. You can see uh, the South Canyon. You can see the city of Glenwood Springs uh, as you go up that 75-foot lift hill. And it's one of those vertical lift hills. Uh, it's a Gerstaller. Um, and, uh, so we basically go straight up and steeper than straight down, um, 98 foot twisted top hat, 111 foot high speed banana roll, 41 foot zero G heart line roll. So it's a fairly intense coaster if it wasn't already on the top of a mountain. Right. So this is probably something I will opt out, but if someone, <laughs> wants it, please, please let us know. This looks very... I, mean, I, I think at that height, I would just need an oxygen mask right. like <laughs> already. It's like there are airplanes going below you at this point. Uh, yeah, that, so this this actually had its grand opening back on July 9th, uh, and uh, it's been open to regular guests since July 16th. Um, and their summer season runs through the end of October. So you got a couple months to get out there. Glenwoodcaverns.com is the place to go for information. And um, yeah, I think Brian might be on the same page uh, <laughs> as you are with his comment. Uh, no, thanks. No, thanks. <laughs> I'll, hey, I'll try. They want to, You want to fly me out there, folks? Uh, Glenwood Caverns, if you're listening, uh, you want to put me on a plane, I'll strap a Go, GoPro on and uh, check this one out for you. No problem. Just don't tell my wife. She be. <laughs> All right. Um, also uh, talking about the uh, middle of the country where uh, we, we don't often get into uh, Altoona, Iowa. Their Adventureland Resort is anticipating an invasion by Vikings uh, in 2023 with two brand new rides, a family uh, suspended coaster and a log flume. Right. And this is going to be the park's seventh roller coaster. Super impressive. Uh, we don't really ever talk about the Midwest, the mm -hmm. West, you know, uh, Pacific Northwest. They don't really have a lot. And so they're finally getting their time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've had some uh, some Midwest parks like uh, Lost Island. Uh, we've talked right. about recently uh, popping up. 
Um, this one is going to uh, boost this park with a uh, a ride called the Flying Viking, which is going to be about 1,300 feet of twisting, turning track, only about 50 feet tall, um, and the height requirement is only going to be 36 inches. So uh, this one is definitely uh, one for uh, an aspirational coaster, as they like to say, for the youngsters. Um, and then, but they're also going to have the first super flume in the Midwest, uh, which is a six-person Viking ship boats. Um, going uh, down plunges up to 40 feet, multiple splashdowns along the 1,200 feet of track. Uh, and that one's going to have a 42-inch. Uh, both of these made by Zamperla, uh, who do really good work. Yeah, this is exciting. Uh, I haven't considered going there yet, but now I kind of want to go after this announcement. Yeah. Um, so these are going to be the 10th and 11th family-friendly rides at this park has added since it was purchased by palace entertainment uh last year um so they are they're putting an investment into this park um and it's definitely you know a lot more reasonably priced than some of the parks on the coasts um you right now you can get 50 dollars off on a gold season pass uh for 2023 and they'll throw in the rest of 2022 it's a good deal yep so check out adventurelandresort.com uh, for more information. Um, next up, Carowinds is announcing 50 years of Carolina fun in honor of its 50th anniversary. Uh, we've got a couple 50s that we're going to be talking about today. But this one uh, is celebrating the park in Charlotte, North Carolina that opened in 1973. Uh, and... It is going to be celebrating with new rides, attractions, and dining outlets. Yes, and this is going to start uh, next year when they open for their 2023 season. So they close, mm -hmm. uh, like a lot of the regional parks, they close mm -hmm. for the winter, and so they'll reopen in the spring. And this looks really cool. I haven't gone yet, but I'm trying to get there for their haunt event this mm -hmm. year, which has been a long-running one. Mm-hmm. So this uh, limited time 50th anniversary celebration, like you said, kickoff for the 2023 season, and it's going to include the debut of a new area called Aeronautica Landing that's going to celebrate the state's spirit of invention and aviation. Uh, five new attractions uh, and one rethemed ride, uh, all, all flat rides. Uh, you know, it looks like they've got a disco, they've got a, a couple spinners. Um, but all themed to the the history of flight and aviation. So that's yes. that's kind of neat. And they've even got a uh, a new craft beer bar coming with an outdoor patio. Looks like it's got a, a term airport terminal theme. Um, and uh, that's just a part of the expansion, which is also going to include another snack spot and a game zone with some midway games. Yeah, this looks really cool. Um, it's exciting to see this kind of work being done at some of the smaller parks. So I feel like now is a good time to start planning those trips there. Yeah, for sure. Um, they are already selling gold season passes for 2023 uh, for 120 bucks for a season pass. So yeah, that's that's a bargain. Um, and that includes unlimited visits, free parking uh, for not just all of 2023, but also the rest of the current season. Um, and, uh, you'll, you'll, you can get, uh, admission to, uh, that Scarowinds, um, haunt event included yes, in that. And the water park too. So yeah. that's a really good deal. 
So if you are listening to this right now on August 14th, you have until the end of the day today uh, to purchase those and get a fast lane pass thrown in for free uh, through the end of October. That is definitely a deal. Um, and, uh, you know, Brian in our comments is mentioning uh, that it would be really cool to do a cross-state trip. Uh, you could do Kings Island, you could do Carowinds, um, and maybe extend that into Virginia, hit up uh, Williamsburg and Dollywood uh, Dominion. Yeah, I hey, make it all, make it a big trip, hit Dollywood too. Why not? That sounds like a plan. Um, so if you want to plan that for yourself, uh, head on over to carowinds.com. Um, all right, next up, another 50th anniversary is being celebrated by Worlds of Fun in Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, <laughs> they are throwing a party for their 50th anniversary during the 2023 season. And the highlight of that is going to be a reimagining of its Zambezi Zinger roller coaster, uh, plus new pyrotechnics show and all new theming all throughout the park. Right. And this is really cool. So the amusement and water park invites guests to travel the globe during 2023. So they're doing kind of a nostalgia thing, which I love. I love laying into the backstory, the history. Yeah. Uh, and part of this park's history is the original Zinger roller coaster. Uh, they've got some kind of before and after pictures of the old nostalgic version of it and a look at what it's going to be. Uh, it's a uh, definitely a hybrid coaster that is going to uh, use uh, a wooden understructure and then galvanized steel track. Um, it's going to be higher, it's going to be faster, but it's going to be still uh, buried in the trees. Um, so lots of great head choppers, I'm sure. Um, and uh, they're calling it a way to connect the park's legendary past with an exciting future. Yes, I feel like this is my time. Now I have to go there. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, also, uh, to celebrate, they're going to have a 50 Nights of Fire uh, pyrotechnics show uh, to rock out some of the greatest musical hits from 1973 to 1923 um, with fireworks accompanying. Um, and uh, if you are interested in this, I would definitely check out. Uh, we have posted a POV rendering of what the new uh, roller coaster is supposed to look like. Um, so it's, it's a great looking rendering. Uh, we've got that on our YouTube. Uh, if that gets you excited, uh, you can go ahead right now and buy a pass for only $94. Uh, and if you do that by today, August 14th, um, you will get a free single day fall fright and fast lane pass that you can use this year. So a lot of great deals on these seasonal parks right now. This is a great time of year to, to buy a pass for next year and get the rest of this year thrown in free. Agreed. And like they have free parking, mm -hmm. there's discounts, they have bring a friend tickets. So yeah, this is a good time to support these parks. Yep. Worldsoffun.com is the place to go for more deets. Okay, Canada's Wonderland is adding two new rides. Uh, it's going to include a Snoopy roller coaster and a first of the world attraction. And uh, this blew my mind. This is going to bring them up to 18 roller coasters, which makes uh, Canada's Wonderland one, one of the most uh, roller coaster heavy parks uh, in North America, if not the world. 
Right. This is exciting. So I've been to Toronto many times and I've always say I'm going to go to Wonderland. Yeah. I'm going the next time. This is like a park that I have to go to. And it's really very easily accessible from there. So this looks amazing. And especially with these new upgrades. I mean, it's a small park. It's only mm -hmm. 3,000 acres. But what they do is they just pack the attractions in. Yeah. 200 attractions packed into 300 acres, which is kind of crazy. Right. Um, and uh, they've already got 17 roller coasters, which I had no clue it was that up to that many. Uh, number 18 is going to be Snoopy's Racing Railway, a uh, family-friendly coaster. Uh, it's going to be a launch coaster that goes from zero to 31 miles an hour uh, in just a few seconds. And uh, lots of little dips and turns, no loops, uh, you know, definitely kid friendly, uh, but all themed to trying to avoid traps set up by Woodstock and his bad seed gang. I uh, got <laughs> to watch out for Woodstock. He's a no. troublemaker. And then also coming is the Tundra Twister. So this is the one that is the first of its kind in the world. And they're saying it's a new sensation for thrills. So yeah, yeah th this is a. Uh, <laughs> this is what they call a flat ride, but there's not a lot that's very flat about it. It looks like yeah. it's kind of a giant swinging pendulum that then has rotating arms covered in seats attached to it. So it looks like you are going to twirl 360 degrees, flip upside down, go about 150 feet in the air and go up to almost 50 miles an hour. So uh, definitely wow. not for the faint of heart. Uh, <laughs> put the kitties on Snoopy and send the teenagers to this one. Yeah, this this looks intense. I mean, going almost 50 miles an hour as you're swinging like a pendulum. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty, pretty hardcore. Um, and uh, yeah, they're all going to be right around each other. So it looks like you're being able to see one from the other. Um, uh, it's all uh, going to be there starting in 2023, which you can see for yourself with a gold pass. Um, and once again, buy a 2023 gold pass, get in the park for the rest of this season uh, for unlimited visits. Um, and uh, here's the thing. Those gold passes, you can do an online monthly payment and it comes out to $8.66 a month, which is like cheaper than the new disney plus plan with ads right. so <laughs> and you <laughs> get the halloween haunt and the winter fest so yep yep get you can so you can check out all of that at canadaswonderland.com uh and talking more about nostalgia and new themed rides cedar point in sandusky ohio is going to open their new boardwalk area in may of 2023 uh, it's going to include a new Wild Mouse roller coaster and other major enhancements that uh, sort of have a nostalgic look back at the history of the park. Yeah, this is pretty incredible. I love that they're doing that because this is just such a legendary park. And I'm mm -hmm. sure there's so many multi-generational families that visited. It is definitely a place to go and one of the best, you know, amusement parks in our country. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, a lot of people don't know, um, you know, long before they were one of uh, America's coaster capitals, um, it was like a seaside uh, amusement area. And uh, one of the big attractions was the Grand Pavilion, um, which they had dances and concerts. And that opened all the way back in 1888. Uh, crazy how long ago. So they have now built a new Grand Pavilion, a two-story one um, that's going to anchor this new area. Uh, it's going to have a new restaurant, a bar, um, and it's going to have great views of the lake and the beach. 
Yeah, this looks amazing. And I'm getting kind of those just like Coney Island, just like mm-hmm. old school vibes. So I love that. You know, they are all about the coasters and that's what they're known for. But to have this is really cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, to honor the park's 153 year history, they're going to be taking two of the park's current attractions, the Matterhorn and the Scrambler, and they're going to relocate these over to the boardwalk. Scrambler is going to be uh, renamed the Atomic Scrambler. Um, they're also refreshing, uh, some of the existing rides there, but the big deal is that there's going to be a new Zamperla wild mouse, and this is one of their spinning models. So it's not huge. It's only 52 feet tall. Uh, but, uh, those spinning cars, uh, make it a lot of fun. Oh yes. I, I mean, I love the wild mouse. It's so classic, but to be able to spin doing mm-hmm. it, this would be really fun. Yep. Uh, and uh, the height requirement on that one's only going to be 42 inches, uh, as long as you've got a parent with you, uh, or 48 inches if you're unaccompanied. Uh, so perfect uh, tween ride there. Um, anyway, as we've been mentioning with all of these parks, uh, they it's gold pass season, folks. Yes. Uh, $99. $99. They are bringing, uh, you know, to get a season pass to a park with this much to offer for under 100 bucks. Uh, especially when, you know, we could talk about a lot of other parks have been very explicitly in their recent earnings calls talking about raising their prices and not having these kind of uh, basically day camp uh, passes that, you know, uh, that that are very popular with families. Well, they're still doing it. $99 gold pass, unlimited mission for uh, the rest of this year and all of next season. Um, and that also includes the water park and parking, uh, and their Halloween event. Uh, wow. uh, and you can get, uh, early entry added on if you get a platinum pass. Uh, and that includes all the Cedar fair parks all across the country. So if we do do that road trip, we should invest in one of those platinum passes yes. for sure. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So uh, as as, uh, Brian says, this sounds very promising for Cedar Point. Uh, And uh, yeah, if you don't live too far from Sandusky, this sounds like a great thing to check out. Just uh, maybe not during the winter uh, because it's cold. It gets real cold. (laughs) Very cold. Yeah. So head on over to cedarpoint.com for more information. And for our very final bit of news in the queue... Very exciting. (laughs) 2023 is bringing a brand new Fiesta Village and a reimagined roller coaster to Knott's Berry Farm in Buena Park, California. And uh, this is one that I'm looking forward to uh, because this little corner of the park had so much potential and they are now uh, really doubling down on celebrating Hispanic culture. Um, and, you know, that's a demographic that really supports this park. Um, every time I am in Knott's Berry Farm, um, I see that there are a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, Hispanic families um, in the park, enjoying the park. And this is going to really uh, kind of dedicate to that, those cultural influences that, that influence Knott's Berry Farm over the years. Right. And like you said, that area is just so special. I always mm-hmm. have loved it. It definitely feels dated now, so it needs a refresher. But yeah. they have a lot of space to work with. And so I, it's always one of my favorite parks to walk through, grab a drink, grab some food. So w- what to see what they're doing with it, it makes me very excited. Yeah, the, the, the big uh, anchor is going to be the makeover of 
uh, Montezuma's Revenge, uh, which is going to be renamed Montezuma the Forbidden Fortress. Uh, they're going to redecorate the queue um, with a new storyline and theme uh, based around uh, treasure hunters who are getting uh, caught by traps that have been set to protect Montezuma's gold. Um, and the really neat thing is this is going to now have a randomized launch. Yes. Uh, this is a shuttle coaster that was uh, one of the very first flywheel launch systems. Uh, the, actually, the very first flywheel launch in the world. They don't make them like this anymore, folks. Um, so, uh, you know, it's one of those that launches you up a big hill and then you go backwards. Well, now it looks like you're not going to know whether it's going to launch you forwards or launch you backwards. It might be different every time. So... That's really cool. Uh, definitely add some rewritability to that attraction. Right. I mean, I loved this before the reimagination, mm -hmm. so I can't even imagine what it's going to be like after. It's, yeah. it's going to be great. And they're leaning into the storytelling, which, you know, so many of their attractions are really heavy in the story. So mm -hmm. this is an exciting time for Knott's. And also they're doing the hotel. So yeah, they have a lot so so the yeah the 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 whole area around Fiesta Village that surrounds the roller coaster um, is going to get uh, uh, updates to the stage, uh, updates to the restaurants. Uh, they're still going to be able to get carne asada fries, uh, but there's going to be a new place for specialty beverages, a uh, new open air market, uh, lots of uh, fun, authentic shopping and dining options. Um, and I love the fact that they're going to uh, theme part of it uh, to the and pardon my pronunciation, I'm sorry, uh, Alabrijas, the mythical creatures uh, you might remember from Coco. They're sort yeah. of uh, the spirit animals of the dream world from Mexican folklore, and they're really colorful. Uh, and there's going to be a whole area uh, inspired by them uh, that's going to include uh, street food. So that sounds just fantastic. Um, but yeah, the Knott's Berry Farm Hotel. So here's the thing. Uh, Knott's has a hotel that is super convenient to the park, has really, really low prices, and I have never stayed there because it has not been in the greatest of repair. Uh, yes. so not, I, not the best shape. I stayed there when we went to the um, Berry Festival. Uh-huh. Festival. Oh, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. We met up there. Right. Um, it is dated. Yes. So it, just imagine a 1980s motel on i drive in orlando like that style of just it's a preservation of a time long mm -hmm. gone. yes um and <laughs> uh so what this is this is this is going to be preserving the past uh, in a hopefully a better way because right. they are going to uh, retheme everything around the uh, love story between the park's founders, Walter and Cordelia Knott, uh, and their historic roots of the community. So there's going to be some Old West theming. There's going to be some nods to uh, Cordelia's famous fried chicken dinners. Mm. Um, and uh, it's going to have a, a kind of a, they call it country chic. Um, so they're going to update the rooms. They're even going to have, uh, family size rooms that sleep up to six guests. They're going to have a mini kitchenette. Um, so some really great options, uh, if you're going to be staying there. Um, I am curious, uh, if they're still going to have, uh, uh, optional tuck-ins from I, Snoopy. I was just about to say uh, 
they haven't yes. brought that back since no the- since the pandemic um so hopefully they can they can reintroduce some stuff like that oh, yeah that's so special <laughs> um so here's the deal though uh they're not shutting down the hotel to do this these updates to the rooms and to the the public areas uh, they're just going to be doing it uh, sort of in rotation as it goes along. So if you are booking a room there, be sure to request uh, a uh, updated room. Um, yeah, and Brian uh, points out in our chat that the the hotel definitely needs some TLC and uh, all the new food and drinks uh, should be a big bump to the park. So. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's just so convenient to be able to just walk right there. And they have a great restaurant in the lobby with a bar and it's very affordable. So I feel like this is hopefully to keep the prices mm-hmm. in that same general, you know, range uh, because mm-hmm. it's a nice option there to be able to stay. And, you know, you're staying on site and it's very affordable. Yeah. Um, we, we also got some more information about their seasonal events. Uh, they're having a peanut celebration uh, in January and February. Boysenberry Fest, which I love, is coming back from March and April. Um, and uh, Ghost Town Alive, which is their amazing interactive uh, experience, is going to come back again in summer of 2023, along with uh, summer night music and DJs. Um so uh and of course uh it wouldn't be halloween without not spooky farm uh, the kind yes. of original uh halloween theme park event um so yeah they've got a full year of stuff uh you're going to be able to check it all out if you get a season pass now which is right now regular season pass 130 bucks uh crazy okay. cheap um so yeah, uh, and a gold pass will only cost you 170 uh, and that includes unlimited admission to both the park and the water park. Um, so just keep in mind, uh, if you're buying one of these passes for your kid who is under 18, you are not going to just be dumping them off the park uh, <laughs> on the weekends like you used to. Um, Knott's, uh, along with other places, uh, have been clamping down on that. So check the fine print uh, before you buy these for your kids. Okay, well, that is brings us to the end of the news in the queue and i think without any further ado it's time to get into our main attraction it's time for the main attraction and this week's main attraction universal orlando has announced that the holidays are back across the entire resort uh, starts on November 12th and is running this year through January 1st of 2023 with almost all of your favorite uh, holiday events and characters. Yes, I, I love this. It's I think it may be my favorite of the holiday celebrations of mm-hmm. domestic parks. You have a Christmas in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. You have the beloved Grinchmas. And then, of course, you have the holiday parade featuring the Macy's floats. Yep. And it is just, it is incredible. They do such a great job with it. It's included with your ticket. It is perfect. Yeah. And we had a couple of years there where uh, a lot of the offerings were kind of pared back or scaled back, but almost everything is back in full force. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, Christmas in the Wizarding World is a really special time. Gorgeous decor. Um, I love the special holiday-themed version of Celestina Warbeck's show that they do. Uh, They've also got a fun Christmas version of Hogwarts Frog Choir. Um, 
And uh, best of all, they do the Christmas version of their nighttime projection show on Hogwarts Castle, uh, which is really beautiful. Um, uh, some great animation. And I, I love the scene at the end where the, the Weasley twins um, yes. turn the whole thing into like giant fireworks and, and, and gags. Um, so that is a lot of fun. And of course, over in Universal Studios Florida, the full uh, holiday parade is back uh, featuring uh, Macy's balloons. Um, hopefully you will be able to volunteer uh, for, for some of those floats again. Um, Santa Claus will be back as always, along with the lighting of the big Christmas tree in the New York area. Um, so that is full force. Um, and then I know you love Grinchmas. Yeah, love, 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 love Grinchmas. So I'm excited this is back. Uh, they just, they smash this part because the casting is so good mm -hmm. and their costumes are amazing. I don't, if you saw it last year, the Whoville people had like designer purses that were themed to Grinchmas. It was, it was like Hoovaton. It was really, really cool. <laughs> they really do just like the intricate detailing. And that's what I appreciate. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the Grinchmas musical show in a few years, uh, they relocated it from a soundstage into the former Blue Man Group Theater and is so much nicer in there. The seats are more comfortable. Right. The sight lines are better. Um, great lighting. Um, everything about it. Uh, definitely worth seeing. Um, and uh, it also includes music, of course, by Mannheim Steamroller. And uh, they will be back live uh, right. for two weekends of concerts uh, over in Music Plaza uh, after the holiday parade. Um, and those uh, those concerts are always really well attended because they're free uh, included in regular park admission. Right. I mean, you can't beat that. I mean, they play the biggest of spaces so to be able to get mm -hmm. with your park admission is amazing now one thing i have noticed uh so they have said that the uh photo op with the grinch uh is coming back and that is just fantastic they do that over in the the bookstore uh in seuss landing and uh he's got the prosthetic makeup just like jim carrey in the film and they are so funny and so interactive uh and they're back to being able to hug people uh <laughs> If you want to hug a Grinch, I don't know. That's up to right. you. But they're they're just like com com comedy gold. Yeah. You know, they absolutely. They say but, the most insane stuff. But the one thing that I have not seen in any of the press releases, I've not found it on the website yet, is the character breakfast with the Grinch. Uh, right. They would always do in uh, Circus McGurkis a morning meet and greet and uh, a breakfast uh, with Grinch and other uh, characters. And that's a lot of fun. Uh, Universal has not yet brought back any of their character dining. They're not doing the, the uh, Marvel character dinner. They're not doing the Minions breakfast. Um, and I was really hoping that this would be the return of character dining. Uh, but right now, I don't see it on the schedule. So we're going to have to keep tuned for that. Right. And I feel like we're going to get maybe more announcements because they also didn't mention the uh, tribute store. That's so. true. That's true. So and 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 we know that they love those tribute stores. So there's right. got to be something coming yes, there. Um, we do know that there are uh, additional holiday festivities coming all across the resort. Uh, the hotels get decked out and they're going to have special food and merchandise. Um, and uh, they are offering a special vacation package that uh, gets you about 30 percent off. Uh, when you book a five-night stay um, along with a five-night park ticket. Um, but yeah, they are promising that there's going to be more details revealed soon. So hopefully a Grinchmas 
breakfast will be part yes, of that. Fingers are crossed. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I I love the Christmas celebrations in all the parks. Um, kind of, to be honest, it's kind of blowing my mind that it is now August 14th and we're already deep into Halloween. Uh, <laughs> I went to uh, Magic Kingdom the day before the first uh, boo to you um, or not so scary uh, party and seeing all the, the all the pumpkins, all the fall Halloween decor up when it is mid-august blows my mind so you know sure let's talk about christmas in august no problem why, why not? not you know it's nice to celebrate something so i am like all in now yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's always good to have something to look forward to um and uh yeah so uh and and uh brian points out that Universal has not released any of the uh, Celestina Warbeck uh, Christmas music. Uh, that would be great if they you could get that on iTunes or Spotify or something. I would, yeah, I would totally go for that. Uh, all right. Well, I think that just about wraps up our show for this week. Uh, I want to thank you all for joining us once again, uh, spending your Sunday with us. And also, please remind you to give us a review on Apple Podcasts and a rating on Spotify. It really helps get the word out. Um, if you want more coverage from us and Attractions Magazine on the internet, you can find me at the UG Series on Twitter, uh, at the Unofficial Guides on Instagram, and at theunofficialguides.com. Uh, you can pick up a copy of my, of my books. The brand new uh, Walt Disney World Guidebook for 2023 just came out. Uh, so buy three copies, please. Um, Carly, where can everyone follow your amazing adventures? Yes, I am on Twitter at Carly Caramana and Instagram Adventures by Carly. Awesome. And Attractions Magazine, you can find us always at attractionsmagazine.com, at attractions on Twitter, at attractions magazine on Instagram, and at youtube.com slash attractions magazine. Uh, and hey, we've joined TikTok. Yes. at attractions so go check that out um until next week uh, i hope that you folks stay safe i hope carly you fly safe back home we shall see <laughs> everyone please try something new and most importantly have fun yes. and we will see you again next week bye <laughs>